When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Made by Women by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. At a moment when businesses face some of the biggest challenges in recent history, we bring you inspiring stories, practical insights, and shared learnings to help you successfully navigate in today's environment. Every Thursday, Made by Women will showcase the experiences of legendary women entrepreneurs, fierce up-and-comers, and and everyday women who found success their own way. Consider this your real-world MBA, designed for the new now. I'm Kim Azzarelli, and thanks so much for joining us today. Mother's Day is coming up. And the perfect gift for many moms is some beautiful loungewear. And a great place to shop for that is Sudara. Not only because it makes leisure wear from amazing, unique textiles in beautiful styles, but also because it has a greater mission to give women in India job skills training and to fight sex trafficking. Shannon Keith had no entrepreneurial experience when she started Sudara. Like so many women founders, she just knew she wanted to create positive change in the world. Learn how she went from launching a nonprofit to becoming a certified B Corp, a profit-making company that uses the power of business for social good. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Shannon. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm so delighted and honored to be here. So you run a pretty incredible company with wonderful products, but also an incredible mission. Can you tell us a little about Sudara, the products, and the work you do on behalf of women? Yeah, I would love to. So Sudara is a certified benefit corporation, and those are uh, companies that have a triple bottom line. So we believe in using business as a force for good, and we put people and planet on par with profits. And our mission specifically is to empower women and their children out of sex trafficking through skills training and job creation. And we do that through a beautiful line of pajamas and loungewear and kind of resort wear for the whole family um, that 
you know, has traditionally been direct to consumer, but we're really opening up in, um, in, in kind of a larger business to business space to fulfill our mission. So we use really lovely products that are inspired and made in India that kick off revenues for job creation far beyond just sewing. Um, so that again, women have economic empowerment to pull themselves and their families out of poverty. Well, that's a pretty incredible mission and a pretty amazing accomplishment. Before we get too far down, I want to just understand a little bit about how you got started and how you came up with this idea to found Sudara. Yeah, you know, like so many other entrepreneurs, some some people, I, I guess, go to business school, but there are many like me who just kind of fall into it. So in 2005, my husband and I took a trip to India, and that was really the inspiration because I saw firsthand um, what sex trafficking and human trafficking was. So again, that was like 15 years ago before those terms were really in the popular vernacular. They weren't really on anyone's radar. But um, our family was dedicating a freshwater well with an NGO in India, and it happened to be matched with a brothel community. And um, so I was asked to say a few words on behalf of the family because most of the women in this com- or most of the people in the community were women. And when I started asking, well, what's a brothel community? Like, what does that even mean? Um, I was horrified uh, to find out the reality that women and children are trapped in uh, sex slavery with no option to get out if they don't have um, viable vocational training options to feed themselves without selling their bodies against their will. And at that time, I was just blown away. I mean, I thought, wow, here I was in my like late 20s. I had a pretty successful career in corporate sales. And I thought, you know, slavery had been abolished <laughs> off the face of the earth. That was such a naive, um, you know, understanding back then, as we know now. But it really was about, okay, if I could use my sales skills and background to partner and collaborate with this amazing group of underrepresented women to give them job opportunities. Like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play my part. And so kind of a flash of um, divine inspiration pajamas just like popped into my mind that could be made out of beautiful Indian material that they were wearing. So you're in sales. Take us a little bit further back. Did you ever think you would be an entrepreneur or were you kind of on a corporate track? You know, I really didn't. And I'm uh, I'm Mexican-American, so I, I'm biracial and, and a person of color. And my parents were not entrepreneurial. They were very hard workers, but really more like blue-collar, um, essential type workers. And I didn't have entrepreneurship in my family. So I didn't really know to aspire to be that, even though I think in me are all of those skills. Um, I had just never really seen it modeled to me in, in my family. And so I was on more of a corporate track because I thought that's what you did after college, <laughs> right? Like I had student loans to pay back and it was like, okay, get a good job with good benefits at, at a big company. And that was sort of the goal. And I became pretty disillusioned actually after doing that. And so uh, when I had this opportunity that like, oh, wow, I can actually start something and, and help women, um, you know, that's what sparked, I think, my entrepreneurial spirit. So the beginning of all this, so you're in India, your mind is really open to the very harsh reality and you think I can do something and I want to use my skills. What's the next step that you take and how long is the journey until you actually start Sudara? Yeah, it's such a good question. And, you know, I don't let grass grow under my feet. (laughs) I'm sort of an action oriented person. So right there, I told my husband, like, I know this sounds crazy, but when I was speaking to this woman, I had this flash of inspiration. And I think I'm really supposed to help them with job creation and sell pajamas (laughs) on their behalf in the US. And he was like, okay, go for it. What does that look like? And I said, well, I'm just, I want to go to the market tomorrow and just buy a bunch of this sari fabric and then take it back to the US and, and just see. 
like, you know, um, what this would look like, how much are people pay, you know, and then start doing really off the market research. And so that's what we did. Interestingly enough, again, back 15 years ago, there were no benefit corporations. Um, and, and so really, if you wanted to help people, you started a nonprofit, right? This was before Tom Shoes and a lot of these other like social brands that people would recognize. And, and so I started asking people around me um, that had business experience, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to help empower women through jobs. And they were like, oh, you want to help people start a nonprofit? So that's what we did, actually. It started under a nonprofit umbrella. Um, in California. So we have a, a 501c3, which we still have. It's called Sudara Freedom Fund. And that's where um, the business program was under, under this nonprofit. And it wasn't until 2015. And again, this is 10 years later after kind of the, the social entrepreneurial um, space had, had sort of evolved that I said, Hey, I think we should spin out the business component into, um, you know, a for-profit benefit corporation. So that's what we did. Started as a nonprofit, but now, 15 years later, we have a hybrid corporation that has a nonprofit side and then a for-profit side as well. So you get your fabric, you come back to the States, and are you a designer? How did you even start the <laughs> no, process? I'm not. I'm not a designer. Designing pajamas. I, I know. I, I'm a, a woman with a lot of vision <laughs> and, um, and and a sales background, and I can be pretty persuasive. My friends tell me, so I uh, I, I lured those people who had better skills than me um, to come and help me, basically. And so the the initial one was like, Hey, does anyone know how to sew? Does anyone even own a sewing machine? Um, I will give you like wine and chocolate if you come to my house and we have this little sewing party. And I went and bought some basic like pajama patterns at like Joanne's fabrics. And then I had all this beautiful material. So I bought like the raw material. And then I had girlfriends, um, who knew a little bit more than I did about sewing mock up, um, some like prototypes that we then sort of, um, asked our other friends, you know, Hey, do you like these? How much would you pay for them? What do you think about the story behind them? You know, that sort of thing. And then just did some, um, some really ad hoc, uh, type focus groups with like friends and family. So you start the business, you're moving into actual production. I know it's never easy to start a business and I know there are always bumps along the way. Was there ever a time where you felt like, wow, why did I just quit my corporate job? to do this? And then how am I going to make it happen? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I probably had that thought like every other day. <laughs> but, um, the, uh, the nice part was actually, I didn't quit my corporate job um, for the first probably year and a half because that really funded um, the business operations. And, and I had a lot of um, like PTO and time off. I think I was working for, um, for a company, a European company. And, and so we had almost, I think it was like five or six weeks paid off time. And so I used that to go back and forth to India and, and to really fund um, what was going on. So I always like to say Sudara was my firstborn child, right? So this is before I had kids. So I had extra time on my hands um, in order to kind of incubate this, this budding business. And so, um, but even at that, you know, when I still had my corporate job and a salary coming in, it was like, wow, I sort of bit off maybe more than I could chew. But I think they say, you know, ignorance is bliss. And that really, I, I think lots of people would be scared off um, from being an entrepreneur if they really knew every single uh, barrier. <laughs> but somehow you get the strength to do it um, in the moment. And I think that's what it's about, like perseverance and grit and resiliency, not necessarily having your plan go smoothly, right? Because that's just not reality of life. 
for sure. <laughs> and we, you know, on the show and uh, obviously in our experience, we've seen that. It seems like every entrepreneur says, if I knew then what I know now, I'm not sure I would have done it, right. but I'm glad that I did. Exactly. So where was your, along the journey, where was your first sort of big break? You said there was a little bit of divine inspiration in the idea. Where did you see kind of your big break happen to give you the energy to keep going? You know, I love that question. And I don't know it's as, if it's one big break, you know, that people say that hasn't mm-hmm. really been our path. I think it's been um, small wins along the way that, that um, you know, uh, that collectively add up to a bigger thing, right? And mm-hmm. and I think that that's really kind of the ethos of our journey and our company. Really, it's it's not about me and one big break. It really is about a collaboration of um, the amazing women that we serve in India. Um, these beautiful products, a beautiful community, right, of customers who really care about others and they want to use. Um, whatever influence and buying power that they have on behalf of others. And so it's been all of those little things that have kept the momentum going and have been kind of like um, guides along the way to say, yes, keep going. Right. So it could have been in the early days. um, You know, I wasn't just, you know, I was kind of selling them out of my, my trunk (laughs) and, and bins in my garage um, just to friends that I knew, but beyond that, someone would say, Oh, Hey, I have a book club. Why don't you come here? Another person would say, oh, I have a, a church bazaar thing. We could sell them there. Someone else would say, I want to sell some for you. you know. And all of those little things were like, wow, there really is a market here. And this was before then we, of course, went online and, and were able to, to start leveraging kind of the internet and a wider audience. But there have been just good people and amazing people on our team all along the way who have um, really given us signs that, yeah, we're to keep going. This is the direction we need to go. We'll be back with Seneca's Made by Women after this short break. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So you've been doing this for a while, um, of course, and then COVID hits. How have you experienced COVID and has it had an impact on what you've been doing? Yeah, that, I mean, it really has changed our world, right? Um, And one of the interesting things about it is that we were always talking about marginalized and underrepresented groups because that's who we serve. And COVID, one of the silver linings was that suddenly everyone was talking about marginalized and underrepresented groups and people being disproportionately impacted by something like this. And so it really brought, I think, to the collective consciousness, the ideas that we've been talking about all along. So that when we talk about what we're doing and we're trying to serve, they're like, ooh, aha. And there was like, uh, you know, they were able to connect the dots a lot easier. Um, And that the women that we serve, are and and the population we serve there they've always been vulnerable and marginalized and then covid has made them even more vulnerable and marginalized right and so we were able to communicate that message to our um, sudara community and our generous donors stepped up in a huge way so we have a lot of you know we have donors we have customers and then there's a huge amount of crossover in what we call like our donor customers and mm-hmm. and our generous donor stepped up and said, "Hey, like we get it, and and we want to help." And so we we had an increase actually in donations because we were we were needing to pay the women, even though they weren't able to come to work and be at their jobs because you know India was locked down, much like the U.S. And um, and then these women don't have a lot of like savings to fall back on and that sort of thing, right? So they still needed to collect their salary, you know, without without producing goods and whatnot. And we also had a um, a mask kind of option. So we did. Um, they were able to make some PPE once they were able to start slowly opening up. And so we had an option where you could buy a mask, and then we would donate th- a three pack of masks with hand sanitizers, you know, that would stay then in India. And they could be distributed into the larger community. So really, like in partnership with our generous and very conscious um, Sudara community, we were able to meet some real felt needs on the ground in India. That's incredible. And it's amazing that you have such an incredible community that you built around the company mm. who really understand your mission. Can you just tell us a little bit about the production process? You say that obviously you've designed it with the job creation in mind. Yeah. How does it work? I love that. We like to say, you know, our cool pants and they're really versatile. <laughs> so they can be pajamas. Um, you know, they're, they're resort wear. You can wear them out. You can wear them on a date night for some fun, whimsical pants. But our cool pants really are the engine, the revenue engine behind um, job creation and skills training and job placement. So really, even though they're cool pants, we like to say at Sudara, it's not about the pants. It really is about the mission and the women. So the pants are merely the product that we use the outward facing product that helps us achieve. So the revenues kicked off by the pants, then in partnership um, with, with our partners in India, um, 
It has job training programs that have vocational training options, like 10 to 12 different options for women. Because you can imagine, Kim, like if you and I were stuck in the brothels, maybe we wouldn't have a propensity or an interest to want to be a seamstress or, or, a, or a tailor, right? But we, we could have, um, you know, maybe you'd want to be a henna artist. Maybe I would want to be a, a plumber. I don't know. There's lots of different, you know, vocational options. And so the, the revenues really kick off the training program so that women can choose what they want to do. Right. So we're not creating an army of seamstresses. Um, we're creating programs for women so they can choose their own path. And so the those that maybe do want to sew, great. So we have a sewing center partner there that um, that creates our products, right? That's cut and sew and tailoring. But that's a very small um, fraction of the women we help on a yearly basis. So we're in partnership with an organization that's completely mission aligned to ours. And they train over 1,200 women a year. That's incredible. Um, and they have, I believe it's like trimesters per year. So about 400 women each trimester go through their programs. Now, a very small percentage will want to be a tailor and sew our products. Great. But all of those other women are trained with real life um, you know, skills training. And then there's an 89% job placement rate of those 1200 graduates a year. Amazing. Um, which is pretty incredible, right? Because we know that when you invest in women and when you give women economic power, they in turn invest back in their children and in their communities. And so they are able to pull themselves out of poverty. They don't need us to do that. They just need us to help them with opportunities to do that themselves. So your work has inspired some really incredible initiatives. And obviously you've created a company that's in the business of empowering women. You've also collaborated on other programs like CEO um, or Ohio University program. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how these collaborations really drive what you do? Yeah. And CEO is actually not a program that we created. It's other brilliant women. Um, the founder is Canadian, Vicki Saunders, and we're just part of that. So I think that um, kind of the net net is, you know, much of what you're doing, Kim, when women collaborate, um, magic happens, right? And it's all about the collaboration and the connection. And that's really where the power is, right? When you give women power, when we empower one another, you know, one plus one really does equal three because there's such this incredible synergy that happens. And we've been fortunate enough to start um, programs. And then we've been um, fortunate enough to join other people's great programs like CEO, right? We didn't start it, but we join it. And then we become part of that synergy um, you mentioned the the Ohio U. That that's really cool because personally, I have a motivation to inspire the next generation of leaders, and particularly women leaders. Um, and again, I'm biracial Mexican American, so I love um, empowering Black and Brown women future leaders <laughs> specifically. And so. Um, there was just this really cool collaboration where we can work with not only their women in entrepreneurship um, department there at the university, but also their design. So, so again, people from business school, people from the design school, all collaborating together on, on a project. And so they designed some of our graphic t-shirts, which are um, our statement tees that we, that we really like. And so, you know, they were able to get real life hands-on experience. I also did a keynote um, at their women's and entrepreneurship week and um, and talked about you know not only Sudora but about the benefits of doing business um, for good and B Corps and and all of that kind of thing. So so we love collaboration that isn't just transactional, right? Kind of a one and done, but it really is. How do we do this together? How do we do this across multiple points of the organization? 
um, so that it really makes a lasting impact because we like to look at kind of the long game. So obviously, you know, we at Seneca Women are really excited to learn about you and the products are just beautiful. Everybody loves them. (laughs) And we're hoping that by including you in our marketplace, cardholders and marketplace shoppers will be inspired to shop Sudara first uh, when they're thinking about their cool pants that they want to buy. I know I will. So before we close, I want to ask you, do you have any advice for entrepreneurs out there who are looking to start a purpose-driven company or have an idea for a purpose-driven company, but feel that you know it's a hard journey? Any advice for those who are just getting started on your path? Yes, absolutely. And first, I just want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for including us in um, what Seneca Women are doing. It's incredible. I can't wait to read your book, <laughs> actually. And you... And um, this organization, that's exactly like the type of women that we want to be collaborating with. And and that really leads into, that's my advice. So for any social entrepreneur out there, um, whether you're a man or a woman, but specifically being a woman, I think it's so important to find like-minded organizations and people to collaborate with. You know, it's just too hard to go alone. There's no need to reinvent wheels. I think the world's problems today are too big and too complex um, to think that you can do it alone. And it really is about each of us playing our unique part and leveraging the strengths of each other. So what you just said, Kim, is is a beautiful example, an illustration of that, and that you've built this amazing um, community of folks and the card and the marketplace. And then here you want to partner with Sudara, who's doing amazing things for women on the ground through beautiful projects. That's a beautiful partnership, right? You didn't say, oh, now Seneca Women needs to go and make all the products ourselves and and have complete vertical integration from top to bottom. No, you're seeking amazing people to partner with. And that's how I think we are going to move the needle on the world's to-do list, right? Which are the UN SDGs. It's through very strategic, highly leveraged and highly aligned um, collaborative partners. And so that is my most I think valuable um, advice to any budding entrepreneur or social entrepreneur is find collaborative partners who are like-minded so that they can give you kind of a fast forward button and you, and and the relationship will be um, mutual, right? And you'll save yourself a lot of time and spinning wheels trying to convince people who are really not your people to get on board. You need to find your people and then make magic happen there. It's really funny. We are definitely, you and I are like-minded. As you mentioned, our book, our book is actually called Fast Forward. And our formula is know your own power. So know what your skills are, what you did early on, understanding your ability and your incredible skills, and then find your purpose, which you did find, and then connect with others, find like-minded people who share your values and give you the energy to keep going. And so you have you are definitely the embodiment of what we <laughs> believe in. And we're just so delighted to have you on the show and, and so excited about what you've been doing. We hope to continue to work together and follow you on this incredible journey. So listeners, go get your cool pants. That's really important. Uh, get your cool pants from Sudara and you can find them at Sudara and you can also find them on the Seneca Women Marketplace. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Shannon Keats' vision and her ability to make it a reality through Sudara is so inspiring. Here are three things I took from the conversation. First, as we've heard before, sometimes it's better not to know too much before you start a business. As Shannon says, a lot of people might be scared off if they knew in advance about all the roadblocks. But true entrepreneurs, she says, will find strength in the moment and carry on with grit and perseverance. Second, collaboration spells success. 
Shannon tells us that you don't have to reinvent every wheel. She suggests finding like-minded partners so that each of you can play to your strengths. Finally, remember that you can do well in business and do good for the world. Look at Sudara. It's helping train 1,200 women a year towards economic independence. And that's possible because shoppers are using their buying power to make a difference. So this Mother's Day, check out the beautiful leisure wear from Sudara on the Seneca Women Marketplace. Go to shopsenecawomen.com to learn more. While you're there, learn about the card from Seneca Women, the first ever credit card that rewards shoppers for buying from women-owned businesses. And here's another way you can help empower other women for Mother's Day. Do you know a mom or another woman who owns a business? Nominate her to be in the Seneca Women Marketplace. She'll have the chance to be listed and might even be featured on a Seneca Women podcast. Again, go to shopsenecawomen.com to learn more. Made by Women is brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.